Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel, and today I'm answering a question. When is my deposit money at risk? So you can always go online, www.dieselcommercial.com, and I post up all kinds of articles. And if you have any questions or anything, definitely reach out to us and we'll help you out. So the first off, thank you for the question. I, I definitely appreciate it. Uh, most of the questions come through LinkedIn or my email, and that's fine. However you want to do it, I do appreciate it. I do enjoy answering them for you. Now, the answer is actually, um, it's it's always. Your, your, your deposit money is always at risk. And I'll get into that and share some of my experiences with you. As you know, I'm not an attorney and I'm not giving legal advice. Now... There are a couple ways to answer this question, and I'm going to give you all the ways I know to protect your money and your time and some things that happen to me and the best way to avoid them. Keep in mind, I'm in Florida, and I'm not too keen on other state rules, and I know they probably differ uh, across the country, so I don't know exactly what they are. So I'll give you an example, obviously, of the most, most common one. And this happened to me on a couple of case, uh, occasions when I was representing the seller. Um, long story short, the buyer went over their uh, inspection period, inspection time. So let's say it was 30 days, they took too long, and then they want their money back because they don't want to go forward on the sale. Well, the problem is there were two days over, and the deposit money at the time, I think it was $10,000. Well, the seller knew by the time they fight it and we go through all this, the property is going to be in jeopardy because you can't you know, sell it the next uh, week or something. They just avoided doing it. So it was a big waste of time. So the buyer cancels uh, the deal outside of the inspection period. That's usually the, the most common one. So let's start with that. Now, the truth is, if you look at the contract, then escrow, they should release the money. So they should really cut a check to the buyer. So the amount of money that's held in the deposit, because if you went over, they sh you know, you've defaulted and, and you're, you're kind of in breach of contract, game over. Well, that's not what happens. Um, both the buyer and the seller need to sign the release of escrow agreement. That's where the challenge comes in. The buyer doesn't want to forfeit the money and the seller doesn't want to give it back. Well, if you have both parties uh, not agreeing on anything, then the money goes to the state, which causes delays, arbitration, and the truth, depending on the amount, isn't really worth it. Um, so it's a waste of everyone's time. Now, uh, I uploaded a YouTube video about this recently, but I'll give you a few ways to avoid this problem that I have used now because I've learned a lot um, being the seller of the property or the investment or representing the seller. And this is the way to protect everybody, save everyone's time. And if you have a better way, please reach out to me. Tell me what it is. I'd love to know it. Um, 
Unfortunately, I've been down this road several times. I don't like to brag about it. So the first way is real simple. I try to implement this whenever possible. If I'm representing the seller or I am the seller, then I request a portion of the buyer's money go hard and released if they want an extension. I'll give you an example of this. So if you have 30 days and you give me, I don't know, $10,000 and you need another 30-day extension, well, you're going to have to give up $5,000 and you better sign it over before you get your next 30 days. Now, let me tell you, if you're an investor or a broker listening to this right now and you're on the buyer side, you really don't like that I made that suggestion at all. And I'll drill into this a little more. If you think about it, it makes perfect sense. The buyer needs more time and he'll get it. It's just going to cost him. And how much is really up to you, as long as you're reasonable and realistic. It's not the seller's fault that you're the one dragging your feet or you need more time for your inspections. And then if the deal still goes sour, it's, you know, that, that's really not fair. Now, I'm not saying uh, the seller gets the money and he gets to run off with the deal. No, the money goes to escrow, right? It goes uh, it, towards the purchase price of whatever uh, type of property you're selling. And that if that deal still closes, well, really no one lost any money. It's, it's to avoid um, uh, all the issues that could arise. Now, if I'm the buyer or I'm representing uh, the buyer, then I like to release the money in stages, which most of the investors, uh, most of the savvy ones anyway, are probably currently doing this anyway. So you deposit $10,000, let's say in, I don't know, 30 days, you have an inspection and after it's over, you'll give another $10,000, which is pretty common Um and I try to protect the buyer's deposit money at all costs. This is um, this strategy is really to eliminate time wasters, and um, kind of you really get to know who's serious very very quickly. Because someone who's willing to do this, I've found really they've never lost their money. Like actually, most of everyone who put their money up. Most of the deals end up going through anyway. They just need more time um, getting a few things checked out. They're serious buyers. They're just, you know, they're not sure or something. And if they have a feeling the deal's going to fall apart, then they won't do it, which is great for me because I don't want to waste anyone's time either, right? Um, because the truth is, once the buyer's deposit money leaves their hands and it's in escrow, it's totally at risk because anything can happen. Nothing is guaranteed. We all know that. All kinds of things can happen. So try to protect everybody and try to save everyone's time. Because I've noticed when you waste everyone's time, that's when they get upset. If two or three days was the whole inspection period and they didn't waste that much, no one would really be upset. It's because it takes two, three, four weeks and people are sitting around and then you're dropping the ball. Well, that's when everyone's getting mad. And unfortunately, uh, most of the time it's financing. It's it's very rarely, well, not re very rarely, but most of the time it's not the buyer saying, you know what, I just changed my mind. 
that doesn't really happen. So I hope that was helpful. I'm at Tim J. Diesel. If you need to reach out to me, please do. I'm happy answering your questions. Please check out my YouTube channel. Two new videos every week. So if you enjoy this material, I have a lot more uh, for you. And thank you guys for listening. Have a great week.